Check, check. One, two, three, four, five. I uh, read somewhere on the internet that you're supposed to do the like a fist away. Like a fist. Well, you, it must be true if you read fist. it on the internet. Everything you read on the internet is true. Um, but it sounds so much better when it's like an inch away from your mouth. I know. What are, we, what, are we, what, are the, what are we supposed to do? What's the... I think the closer the better. It depends what kind of mic it is. I mean, well, with this microphone, what would we do? Um, we'd probably fist away. Fist away. Fist Ooh. away? So, fist. so this... Swing away. Swing away. Swing away, Meryl. <laughs> that means we're just going to have to talk a lot louder this way. See, that's why I just get close so I can whisper into the listener's ears. <laughs> perk, perk the ear up. Sound like Sweet nothing. Sound like Perko. And you'll have maps and ODOT. <laughs> this is all. This is how we're going to start this podcast. Um, we've got Robert in here who built this whole podcast setup because John did you and really? I... Um, John and I destroyed no, it I didn't. in about 30 <laughs> seconds. So Trent destroyed this in about 30 seconds. My bad. Um, we had like a ticking earlier. And we couldn't figure it out what it was. So we restarted the computer um, and just Ro- started Robert's- making sounds into the microphone. Yeah. Diff- <laughs> How's this sound? How's this sound? <laughs> How's this sound? So, but Does it, now, sound it, sounds, now? it sounds clear. I think we're good. We had a little hiss for a little, little, little while ago. Okay. A little hiss like a snake. Snake. <laughs> the literary snake. snake. <laughs> <laughs> a little snake. All oh, right. man. You ready to start this podcast? Yeah. Cool. Three, two, one, go. That was two pirates. minutes of uh, um, actually. You gotta go downtown to get your Downtown. Gotta go downtown to get your paper. Um, you want to stick around for this, Robert? Got some work to do. I got more stuff to fix that you guys broke. Right? You know what we were talking about earlier? Real long. Oh, man. Okay, go get your paper. Uh, Wait, don't pause it. Let's just, this is the the podcast. This is it. We're going to start right here. Are you going to go get it? Sure. No, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. You just got to entertain them while I run down and get it. I feel like you could do a better job of entertaining them. That's highly false. Highly false. Okay. All right. I'll time you. Cool. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. So long story short, uh, we've got this list. Um, it's like a top five or just five. It's not really a top five, but it's a list of, of stupid studies. That was the the idea for this uh, for this podcast. Uh, I left it. We're on the third floor in the uh, in the building here. I left it on the first floor. Didn't want to run down the stairs. The elevator takes forever. So I've just been like procrastinating. Uh, until we get this like troubleshooting stuff fixed. Anyway, long story short, I procrastinated enough to where John just went ahead and got it for me. Uh, <laughs> got it for us. Uh, so anyway, hey, first off, thanks a lot for uh, for listening to this. We are this is our third, fourth, fourth episode. Our first one is up to like sixty listens now. So thank you very much to the sixty who have listened. The second one is up to like 40 and then we're at like 20 for the third. So I think, I think we get, you know, a few each week and when you get new listeners and then they watch like the past episodes or listen to the past episodes, uh, we've had some audio issues. We've had some speed bumps and now, I mean, it sounds in our headphones or in my headphones, at least right now, it sounds pretty good. So hopefully, hopefully we're good. Hopefully we're, uh, we're just fine. Uh, that was fast, John. That was fast. You guys are gonna hear him breathe heavily into this microphone. 
you got a extra paper. You got a things. lot. There's one piece of paper, and he came back with a sheath. A sheath of papers. Um, all right. And two pens. Uh, well, so how are we going to do this? I've got these written down. We got we to gotta read the official the official studies. Um, we'll just look them up as we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to bring my computer, too. I should have. We should, we'll be fine. We'll be fine looking at it on our phone. Uh, so the goal of this podcast, now that John is back, is to talk about ridiculous studies like we'll, we'll we'll hear them on the newscast and then everybody looks at each other like what like somebody studied that and you know the studies that we're talking about like they're always about sleep they're always about like diet diets meats uh, yes the coffee. one yesterday the one yesterday was red meat versus white meat yes from come on and the white meat factory like produced it right from <laughs> From Tyson Chicken. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Tyson, don't sue us. We're kidding. Um, anyway, so... Uh, and we, uh, Anyway. So that's speaking, the premise of this podcast. Speaking of meat. This was a... <laughs> Never mind. This is a podcast it. three weeks in the making. Speaking of meat, go for it. <laughs> speaking of meat, number one, chicken nuggets. We've got... Wait, oh, go we're starting five. on five. You gotta go wait, wait, wait. Five. Oh, ignore that. Ignore that. Uh, oh, bury man. the lead. Um... Uh, well, speaking of meat, beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to look up what this one was about. I don't. I don't remember 100. percent But beer makes people happy is the uh, is the title of it. Uh, Billy Currington had a great song about this too, uh, which confirmed that. That's all the scientific research that I need behind of it. Billy Currington. I think it was Billy Currington at least. Which, which what was that song? God it is was, great. Uh, beer is good. And people are people crazy. are crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, Garth Brooks had one back in the day called B double E double R U N beer run. Beer run. Luke Bryan has. Oh no, it's whiskey. Never mind. R- Rain mix <laughs> related. Um, did you find it? Uh, no, I stopped looking. I was thinking about beer songs. Um, there's another. Who's the? There's like a comedian that has a B double E double R U N beer run. <laughs> anyway. All right. This is. Is this the Maxim study? I don't know. If you've ever cracked open a cold one, took a giant sip of that golden elixir, and thought to yourself, dang, beer makes me real happy. That's You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, it does, and it's not just the alcohol telling you that. Uh, the study published in journal Scientific Reports found that beer contains a component called, I believe this is called hordenine, which acts specifically on the dopamine D2 receptor, which makes us feel super happy. So there's a little they, science behind all of this. There's big words. I believe it. Um, to, uh, the, to illustrate how this dopamine works, um, they're asking you to imagine this scenario. Your favorite food in the world is cheesecake. Uh, th- uh, did they write this for me? Um, for the is first that your time favorite in, food? One of your them. Favorite, uh, one cheesecake. of my favorite desserts. One of, for the first time in two months, you take a bite of cheesecake. Can you imagine how good it tastes in that moment? Almost makes your eyes roll back into your head. It's that good. That is dopamine. Makes you feel good when you eat your favorite food. So, just like that, beer makes you. Beer legitimately makes you happy. It's all about science. It's all about science. And they use some big words in that. Dopamine. Hort- D two hort- receptors. Hortafine. What was the uh, hortanine? Hortanine. Yeah. H o r d e n i n e. I tell you what, Meg Shaw would actually probably be able to speak 
uh, about this too because she's a drinker. She, no, <laughs> she just did thirty days without sugar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> make sure I was our resident booze head. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Why? Because she drinks that? Uh, <laughs> no, because no, she's Cause super she, happy. Uh, yeah, she did the sugar-free for a month. For a month, yeah. Good for her. Cause what I, a challenge. Uh, tried to cut out sugar, and it was tough. It's in everything. Um, yeah, you, that's the thing. That's like you, that's in a lot of stuff that you don't even realize that it's in. It's in everything. Number four. Number four. Um, and I looked this one up. This is from sleep.org. Uh, cell phones in sleep. So th- this study is essentially... Um, actually, I don't know if this is the actual one, but, um, it, it apparently long story short, <laughs> the study was if you sleep with your cell phones on, like if you're on your phone, you'll get less sleep. What uh, makes sense? R- right. Like why did, why do we need a study to tell us that if we're on our phone, we're not sleeping. So to counteract this, not to counteract this, but I mean, that is what it is. I do I do this. I have the blue light filter that automatically turns on at eight, okay. at eight o'clock. I think because I think that it's blue light. Eight that, o'clock. That's 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 late. Well, for for morning newsers, mine does seven. Um, mine does seven. Still but, light out at eight o'clock. But so. that's what. So that's what, right. Seriously, um, that's what this uh, this study says. It suppresses melatonin. The blue light emitted by screens on cell phones, computers, tablets, and televisions restrain the production of melatonin, the hormone that controls your sleep-wake cycle or circadian rhythm. Reducing melatonin makes it harder to fall and stay asleep. Most Americans admit to using electronics a few nights a week within an hour before bedtime. Oh, within within an an hour. hour. Within five minutes. Right, literally. Um, To make sure technology isn't harming your slumber, Give yourself at least 30 minutes of gadget-free transition time before hitting the hay. Wow, that's a lot. Even that's one that I'm very guilty of. Even better. This one, I, there's no way I can do. Uh, make your bedroom a technology-free zone. Keep your electronics outside the room, and that includes a TV. No. Do you have a TV in your room? I do. See, I don't, but my phone is right there. My phone's my right. alarm. Okay. Well, it's my backup alarm. My, my initial alarm's like across the room. I have the watch as the alarm, which I like because it kind of wakes you up gently like it it starts vibrating and it vibrates a little bit like more intense so like you you don't get that jolt out of sleep like you do when the alarm hits you in the morning so i like that it kind of like wakes you up in like in steps graciously yeah in steps graciously at three o'clock in the morning i need a bucket of water um i need i need to be jolted otherwise i will fall right back asleep oh really see i'm i sleep light as it is uh, except for Monday night, where I woke up <laughs> yeah, at 4.35 about Monday night. after the newscast started. <laughs> so that was a night where I did not have the blue, or that was a night where I did not have the cell phone on before I went to bed, and I slept harder than I've slept in a long time, and it caused me to miss the first part of the newscast. So, <laughs> yeah. I, they, they, so the producers will call John if there's something different. If there's like a, like a story he needs to read, they'll say, hey, we've got you in for this at this time. And I believe that was the phone call that woke you up. Uh, no, actually, I called the producer because um, I, I woke up and it was one of those okay. like, huh, I wonder what time it is. And I looked at my watch. I was like, 435. <laughs> so like, I jump out of bed in a panic, um, try to find my phone. I think I called her like on the wrong phone. Like I usually I have a work phone, but they all have my personal number just because it buzzes to my watch. And when I'm in the helicopter, that's very uh convenient because if they need to like get any information to me quickly they can just text my work phone 
or they can just text my personal phone. It rings on my watch, and then if it's like breaking news or updates, I can just read it off of my watch, and it really is nice. convenient for any like for informational purposes. Is that a uh, Apple Watch? This is a Fitbit, um, Fitbit. but one six of one, half a dozen of the other. Okay. Um, so I immediately call Laura, one of our producers, and I go, uh, "Hey, I just woke up. I'm sorry." She was, and she says. I wonder why you didn't respond to my text, because you're usually pretty prompt about that stuff. <laughs> well, it comes to my phone, or it comes to my watch. <laughs> the following morning, she texted me at, like, 3.55 and was like, this is, hey, this is just a courtesy text just to make sure you're up. <laughs> uh, it was one time. I was like, I'm on my way. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I deserve that. Uh, hmm. Anyway. Anyhow. All right. Number three. Number three. We really should have uh, pre-produced that a little bit. Yeah. Um, we don't prepare. This was published four months ago, Oh, by the way. goodness gracious. A new is study shows that breathing air is linked to staying alive. Stop it. A biologist in Toronto. Canadians. Made a huge breakthrough by discovering that there is a strong correlation between breathing air and staying alive. Many people just assume that breathing air is necessary for life. They don't really understand the science behind it. When performing a super complex experiment that only oh, he was really talking down to us here that only smart people can understand, I was able to confirm that air is definitely required to stay alive. This is truly the most important discovery that I've ever made regarding the uh, human body. Canadian biologist Marco Glassman on his big breakthrough. Glassman, uh, Mr. Glass. I must have read that as Mr. Gasman. Jeez, get gas it, man. Air, Gasman. How do they know I have gas? <laughs> These guys must be professionals. These guys must be professionals, Harry. <laughs> Been tailing us for weeks. Uh, he reiterated that only a uh, really, really super smart person like himself could make such a big discovery. Um, before, how he, do you how do you test that? Do you put a bunch of people in a well, room? Before and returning to his lab, he took a few le- uh, seconds to list some of his other big scientific discoveries over oh, the last no. few years, including the water is wet, snow is cold. Well, that's all relative. We need more people like Dr. Gasman. Glassman. <laughs> Samsonite. Swanson. I was way Slippy off. Slippy Sammy Swanson. <laughs> anyway, I wonder how much like funding money he got for that. I don't that's like that's what's interesting to me is is and how you proved that. Did you like put somebody this in was there on and woken memes? Restrict their air. It's like Schrodinger's cat. You put the cat in a box, you don't know whether the cat's alive or not. Is that what? When the amount of oxygen... Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that how he... I don't... What was that? What was Schrodinger's cat? What was the the dog? Pavlov's dog. Pavlov's (laughs) dog. Oh, man. I was like, wait, what? I don't. I don't think the dog was in a box. (laughs) It's a thought experiment described as a paradox. Illustrates the problem of... uh, uh, Now we're getting... We're getting deep. We're getting deep. Um, I'm going to look up the next one. It's a room separated from the outside world. Okay, whatever. Next. 24. This one, 24. Number 24. Number two. Uh, So this is a study that we had on uh, Good Morning Cleveland a few days ago, Um, and it it blew my mind. (laughs) It blew my – it literally, it's like a challenge. Now I have to beat this challenge. Like challenge accepted science, <laughs> like cinnamon challenge. Yeah. yeah, like ooh, ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> this may be a little more dangerous than that though. But so essentially, it said twenty-four cups of coffee a day will not harm you. One cup of coffee a day harms me. It it's, well, it depends on. <laughs> right? I'm wound. T- I'm wound tight enough as it is. <laughs> 
Um, I, I so I, I think the headline was a bit misleading because they said a, co- a, a cup of coffee an hour. So if you're up so for twenty four hours, so if you're slugging, if you're slugging twenty four straight. But but you the, the amount of coffee studies there are. I mean, sometimes it causes uh, your toenails to fall off, and other days it causes <laughs> you to, to be alert. You know, it'll it'll cause you to get a raise, like depending on the study you th- look at. I think I was looking at the rundown tomorrow, and I did see a study that said if you have twenty four cups of coffee, you won't get. I think it was cancer, right? It does not lead to cancer. Yeah, but yeah, it does yeah, yeah. lead to your heart exploding. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one. that's the downfall. You know, what, what are you going to um, do? Yeah, it will cause your blood pressure to be uh, 9,000 over Here it is. 450. This is it. New study says, this is from theladders.com. New study says drinking 25 cups of coffee per day is no worse than drinking one. The study found that individuals Word. that consumed 25 coffee cups Cups of coffee a day were no more likely to suffer from this than people who drank just one. So if you're reading this on your commute, first off, why are you, I guess, if you're just Re- riding. If you're reading this on your commute, I'm, how? That's yeah. impressive, actually. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let, I'm going to briefly read over this. Um, excessive coffee consumption. There's a paper titled Long-Term Coffee Consumption, Caffeine Metabolism Genetics and Risk of Cardiovascular Disease. Um, researchers found that consuming more than six cups of coffee increases a person's risk for cardiovascular disease by 22%. Wait, this is all over the place. This is all over the this place. This is all over the place. Six, what? Um, How many times do you have to go to the bathroom if you have 24 cups of coffee? That's the real study I want to find out. Right. That's the, these are the answers I want. This is, this is in London. So I'm reading you this. Sound complete- like you're from London. I'm reading this completely wrong. Right, right off the bat here, researchers from the Queen Mary University of London <laughs> took a group of eight thousand four hundred and twelve people, then split them up. People, then split them up into three groups. Group one included the coffee lightweights, or the individuals who reported drinking only one cup of coffee a day. The second group said they typically drank between one and three cups of coffee a day, and the third group consumed at least three cups of coffee a day. I drink three or four in like in the first two, two and a half hours. hours of, ooh, yeah, that's aggressive. Well, I wait until seven o'clock until when the show's over. That's when I have my first cup of coffee. Then I have my granola bar. Okay. If I have any more than that, yeah, I I don't know where this train's gonna stop. <laughs> oh man, the the twenty five. If you're wondering where the twenty five came from, the third group consumed at least three cups of coffee a day. Some in that group reported numbers as high as twenty five. If anyone, and there were a few, reported more than 25 a day, they were not included in the study. Who is Who's drinking? drinking more than 25 cups of coffee? That's, that's, that is insane. All the respondents were subject to MRI heart scans and infrared pulse wave tests. They should have been subject to a double bypass after that. Literally. Um, there were adjustments for age, gender, ethnicity, weight, smoking status, blood pressure, diet, and degree of alcohol consumption. So there are some hyper drugs in this study. So they're just like, is it like one upper, one downer they were, they were going with here? One cup of coffee, one... Right. Oh, man. Baileys. Baileys. Never drink Baileys from a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen Old Greg, you, you you have to. If you're an adult, I guess I guess I can't like recommend that. <laughs> There's some wordy dirts in it. Are we on to number one? Um, you already 
This it, it, it all talks about stiffness with blood vessels. I'm in this, man. I'm in this. Um, despite, we have a vested interest. Despite interest. the body of scientific literature that has suggested the contrary in the past, that it does harden veins, the research of uh, researchers of Queen Mary University remain confident that habitual coffee consumption can be enjoyed as part of a healthy lifestyle. Boom. Take that, doctor. Does, does it stunt your growth? That wasn't part of the study. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, number one. Number one. Can anybody guess? Does anybody remember the beginning of this podcast when I ruined the... Uh... You started off with one. <laughs> We're going to do a countdown. All right, starting off with one. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like miming to me five. And I was right. like, what? Yeah, high five. Hi, what, what yeah, dude? High five. <laughs> high five. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. What about them? What I... about them, John? Eating chicken nuggets increases your risk of early death, a study warns. Wait, I thought it was good. No. (laughs) Early death. Scientists have revealed that eating ultra-processed foods increases your risk of heart disease and even early death. They're the go-to choice for many people, especially after a boozy night out, especially after uh, you have some beer that makes you happy. New research saying that might put you you off of ordering chicken chicken McNuggets. Some McNuggets. Speaking, Scientists have revealed that Is it Nuggets eating, or McNuggets? Uh, is there some McDonald's it's just, study? This, thing just re- re- this study just repeats itself over and over. Ultra-processed foods manufactured through uh, multiple industrial processes, often ready to eat or heat, are higher in fat, added sugar, again, and salt. Examples include burgers, chicken nuggets, ice cream, instant noodles, ready meals, just to name a few. The first study carried out by scientists from France and Brazil uh, included more than 105,000 French adults. Here's the thing. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Give me the chicken nuggets. <laughs> uh, you know what blew my mind? Um, there and, was a few years ago uh, in San Antonio on the Riverwalk in San Antonio, and they've got a McDonald's nearby, um, and, and we had partaken in a few beverages, um, and they've got a 50-piece nugget yeah. at, at the McDonald's down there. I, I don't think it's the only McDonald's with a 50-piece nugget, but... Um, <laughs> We dominated that 50-piece nugget. Did you finish all 50 yourself? Uh, I had a partner. I, I had a friend. I had a friend. But we had about 25 little, little sauce packets out there also. I had, so. a fr- I had a friend that can I have a friend that can knock out all 50 McNuggets. I've seen him do it firsthand. That's a challenge. Um, they found that eating more than four servings of ultra-processed food per day was linked with a 62% increased risk of death from any cause compared to those who ate less than two servings. I went to a Cavaliers game last year, and if they scored 100 points, you took your ticket to McDonald's and you got a free 10-piece McNugget meal. I snapped up about six tickets off the floor. So I was walking out of the queue just because I like McNuggets that much. Man, man. I feel like... I was also... I like McNuggets so much. While you were talking about the coffee... I'm looking up the best sauces to have with McNuggets. Maybe that'll be the next... See, I used to be a honey... Honey, honey, a honey sauce kind of guy. Honey but barbecue. Now, now I think, ooh, mix them. Honey barbecue. Mix them. I can't do honey mustard. Can't just do straight. Can't just do straight catsup. Not now catsup. You don't actually call it a catsup, no. do you? Okay, <laughs> a, cat, a catsup. No, a cat's down. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, scam a cat. Sends him all good. What? <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, anyway, studies like that say so you're more likely to die. We're all gonna die. How do you defer? Like, how do you know the difference between like what's what's a sixty-two percent? 
of sixty-two percent of the time it works. Maybe every they've showed time. signs. Sixty percent of the time, it's got bits of real panther in it. <laughs> uh, it's got a pungent. It does not. Uh, <laughs> it does not nostrils. stay. Say, discouraging the use, the consumption of ultra-processed foods. Mm. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm watching the levels on that podcast over there on like the little. Uh, we're terrible at this. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it goes from like super loud to super quiet. Uh, I pity anybody that has um, to listen to this. Yeah, no. Uh, thank you for for sticking us out, but um, um, you're 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 riding the volume button, the, the volume, volume wave. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> you got it on your steering wheel if you are reading this on your way to work. Reading it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our top five stupid studies. Um, yeah. So if you have There's any, so many more out there. there. Are. Like when we were researching this, there was one about. Let's go through. This, on, let's go honorable mentions here. This study studied shrimp on an underwater treadmill, and they literally like they showed that like if you feed them a certain type of food, they're better on the treadmill than if you feed them a different kind of food. Like what? What? First off, how are you gonna tell a shrimp to <laughs> walk on a treadmill underwater? Um. Holding the, what were some of the other ones? Uh, oh, honorable mention. Quitting smoking after a heart attack reduces chest pain and improves the quality of life. Um, Quitting like smoking, you can say period, to this, right, would, would help. It's like you can say goodbye to those friendly intensive care units. Um, older workers bring valuable knowledge to the job. Uh, like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious. Like dad jokes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Give no, me all the dad jokes. I think it's I think it's funny because like in uh in our our in our business, in our industry, we'll have people that are just like super young. We're super young. If we've got an idea that I think's like groundbreaking, like, ooh, I'm gonna try to do this, and then I'll I'll do it, and then you'll you'll look at somebody else who's like been in the business a long time. They did it twenty years ago. Like it's It's yeah. all cyclical. Yeah. Like yeah, we know. We want, we've done that. You want my script? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I got a contact for that. <laughs> oh man! Study shows the beneficial effect of electrical fans and extreme heat and humidity. This is the Terrence Lee study uh, yes. because he has a fan on him twenty four seven during the show. One plugs into his phone. One plugs into his phone, yeah. and he's got another one. He had an air conditioner at one point. That Goodness actually, gracious. that blew cold air. Um, it was just pretty intense. In in in, in all like. I, I, I can see that because he works out before work. Right. So he's up at 1 a.m. Like right. We just did 50 kettlebell it. swings, and I'm I need I a mean, fan. I'm ready to go. Uh, the percent of people that want to quit their jobs, like 60% of people want to quit their jobs, or, or some, something like that. 60, 80% of people weren't happy with their jobs, and 60% would quit if they had another, like, another way of making money. Well, yeah. What is, I mean, what is, what is, I mean, a healthy diet will help you live longer. Exercise makes our muscles work better with age. What are some of the other ones that we want to cross? A healthy diet. Business travelers <laughs> like it when they have TSA pre-check. I've never had TSA pre-check. I've never had so TSA I pre-check I don't either. even know. what You just get to walk through the line faster? I, I don't know. Like you can't get on the plane any faster. No, but you can get through that line. You I've have to also... take your shoes off for that? No. These are, this is what I want for, for pre-check. I don't, see, I don't mind taking my shoes off. Like that's not a big deal. Like... In case you put any knives in your shoes or something, I don't know. I flew with a buddy once. Um, we were going on spring break. We went through the TSA, not the, not the TSA pre-check, <clears throat> and you're not supposed to have any liquids, of course, when you're going through TSA. 
Um, right, my right. friend. First if you have, off, you can have a sealed water bottle. Uh, he does not have a sealed water bottle. Okay. Um, first off, my friend travels like one of the Hanson brothers from the movie Slapshot. He had his duffel bag that was taped together with all Goodness. of his belongings headed Goodness. down to Panama City Beach. He was in his cutoff, uh, gym shorts, and flip flops, um, and a t-shirt, sweatpants, flip flops, and a cowboy hat. <laughs> Uh, so he's ready to go through TSA, um, kicks his flip flops off and the TSA agent, all right, sir, step off to the right. I'm going to have you step through this metal detector and throw your Gatorade, Gatorade away. He's like, no, it's cool. It's just Gatorade. TSA guy's like, no, it's not cool. You got to pitch it. He's like, no, seriously, it's just Gatorade. And he takes a drink of it. Like that's going <laughs> to, like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's sippable water. Uh, sippable Gatorade. Um, he's like, I don't care. You got to throw it away. So my roommate is going on a tangent mm. about how he has to throw his Gatorade away going through the TSA line. We get through the TSA line. We get into the main ter- terminal. He's still going on and on and on about the fact that he had to throw this. We got to buy a new one for $8 right. inside. He's like, what'd they do? Research and $9 Gatorades don't explode? Like it's. <laughs> oh, man. So he's, I mean, just carrying on to the point where it's like, I don't know him. He's in seat 7C. He's not with me. The guy with the sweatpants and the, the uh, cowboy hat yeah. flip flops. The guy with his uh, with his bag taped together. Gee, not mine. Um, I've never flown first class either. The TSA pre-check thing, like, does that come with first class? I don't think Spirit has first class. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've ever flown. I don't. I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Spirit, I, I, that, I've done Delta a couple of times. I take that back. First Delta, class. I did, no, first class. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done I Delta and I've done uh, Southwest. Do drinks? come with first class because whenever you're walking through first class imagine. they've already got drinks i would imagine um for the price i mean i would imagine right first drinks on like on the should house, be it should be um i would imagine first class like everything is is on the house hmm. i don't know i think it's funny when they shut the screen like shut the little the little net oh, between yeah. you know uh, as minions like the regular <laughs> common the common folk and yeah, are you the, and uh, bridesmaids like, right <laughs> should separate this it's <laughs> We're all the same. Uh, I think that's hilarious, man. I'm not a good flyer. No, I'm gonna go. I, li- off, I'm I gonna, love it. I'm gonna go off on a tangent. You obviously love it. You're, right. You're in an air- a helicopter every day. Right. Um. I did it once and about destroyed some some rooftops. <laughs> I got sick. I got. I mean, we had to stop in Akron to get like bags in case I got like <laughs> I actually sick. That. Yeah. I see. Um, that's like one of my biggest. I don't want to say fears, but one of the things that I um worry about when I take time off is like, uh, like I like being involved with there's with when there's like severe covers like that. And you guys were covering severe storm damage. So yeah. I was like, I think you called me and you were like, Hey, um, what's the pilot's number? We need to go up in the helicopter. I'm like, Oh man, like I'm going to miss it. Yeah. And then the pilot texted me like four hours later was like, man, Trent doesn't have the stomach for flying. <laughs> <laughs> See, and he said, we'll go up again and it'll be better. Like he, he said, was, we'll go. Uh, he, he didn't say he wouldn't take you up again. He just uh, said the first time was a little rocky. Oh man. I felt so bad for him. Cause there was, there was one point where like, he's I was never, cool. He said he's never had anybody get sick in his helicopter. Yeah. I was completely cool. And then it just hit me. Like it hit me in a wave and it's like 40 degrees outside. We're flying. It's kind of windy. It's we're rocking back and forth and we're just getting down toward a, I think it was Maslin, um, towards that area. And I was like looking for windows. I was looking for like little vents. We had the vents going on. We were in, in winter coats. It was cold. And we had like full blown full air on. coming at us. And he had to have been freezing. Um, the little window so. in the front opens up about two inches. And I'm like, man, if I got to go, like I can't go over this. Like, <laughs> like I can't like just chunk all over this, like all this equipment. I got to, I got to go out the window. 
So I started like leaning forward. That's so, why well, we usually have six sacks up there. I'm surprised we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. We do. You do now. Yeah, you, well. do, <laughs> you do now. Um, so I'm leaning forward, like leaning down toward this little, because it's like an awkward position to get your head down towards this little two-inch wide window. Um, and then I look down, I notice he's like not flying over the interstate anymore. He's like over the woods, like in case I actually have to, um, which I wouldn't have. I would have kept it down, of course, if we were over cars or anything like that. But I wouldn't. That makes it a better story. No, it would have been <laughs> terrible. Um, but I just needed fresh air, Yeah, really, is what I was trying to get. Yeah. So. Got some fresh air, good to go. Um, it came back when we were over the damage, and we're trying to, like, he was positioning the helicopter. When you're in a hover, it's a little different. It's I think it's a little bit more intense because that's oh, when you re- that's when you realize like I'm stationary in the air, fifteen hundred feet off the ground. But we weren't stationary. We was like thirty <laughs> mile an hour winds like cross us. So every time like our tail got out a little bit to the side, like it would push it back behind us. Oh, right. So, and then he was doing these little like whirly bird loop-de-loops like to get back to like the beginning of the damage. Yeah. And, oh man, looking at the little screen, trying to look at like, trying to assess, dam- oh, oh man, it was rough. It was not good. I've never gotten motion sickness in the helicopter. The only time that I've gotten motion sickness was actually in a car doing snow coverage in the winter. Really? Yep. See, as long as I'm driving the I car, I won't name I'm who fine. the driver was. Like, I won't throw him under the bus. But I'm mm. like, you got to get me out of this car. <laughs> well, <laughs> a little easier to pull over gotta, on the street yeah, than it is gotta, in the air. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Snow it's coverage. roof, man. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that uh, essentially. How long did we blabber on this one? Thirty-three minutes on this one. Goodness gracious! If you stuck on, I think it picked up as it went on. If you stuck through this. More power to you. We're slow Seriously, give us suggestions for stuff that you want to hear us talk about. Places that you would like us to check out. um, Things that you would like us to do. Drop us a line in the comments or a reply on the tweet when we send out, when we fire this off. Um, We would like to do as much interactive stuff with anybody that listens to this, with anybody that listens to this as possible. Yeah. Does anybody listen to this? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, for real. Let us us know. (laughs) Right. for real, uh, this is this is a lot of fun. So we want to keep doing this. Um, if you guys want us to keep doing this, if you don't, then don't listen. <laughs> so far, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, fun stuff. All, All right. right, two skinny ties signing off. Oh, we didn't even say it was two skinny ties. No, didn't even. We didn't even. We started with like mic checks and stuff and randomness. It was, it was, it was started off on a That's on behind the, the scenes. All right. All right. See you guys later.